Healthy Dog Pod, it's Sophie and Ian as always. Hello. <laughs> Still getting used to these puns. Um, today we have in the studio Charlene Lee from MyVet. Hello. Hi, how are you guys? Good. Thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. We have a super, super interesting topic to talk about. <laughs> and I'm really excited to talk about this. We are talking about anal glands. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we we often ask guests to talk about like a specialist topic, and um, this was the first one that she came up with. So thanks. I love anal glands. <laughs> Said nobody ever. <laughs> a lot of my clients know that I love anal glands. Yeah, like the butt doctor. Yeah, the butt doctor. <laughs> Tell us why um, why have you chosen uh, this particular topic? Um. I like this particular topic because I think a lot of people are not aware about anal glands um, and the issues that they commonly face and how to treat them. And a lot of owners just think, oh, it's common for them to get infected or get impacted, just got to empty on a regular basis and that's about it. But um, there's more story to it or there's a lot more background to like how anal glands work, what they are, how to treat them and things like that. Perfect. Well, I know absolutely nothing <laughs> about anal glands yeah i don't know much either i just okay. i get asked a lot in puppy school cool about anal glands and mm. i say well maybe ask about that question because i don't know too much about them so <laughs> please cool. tell us all about anal glands well, yeah what what are they for yeah because that's a good, good question <laughs> so humans don't have anal glands thank oh. god yeah <laughs> i didn't know that but now i'm like yeah <laughs> um so anal glands are two glands uh, they sit just at the butthole or anus we call it in the butt but in the butt <laughs> uh, it sits at four and eight o'clock of a dog's butt if you're staring it directly into the butt yeah. um so they're supposed to be um so when they go and do number two so when they poo they are supposed to um sort of like when the poo comes through the butthole um they'll massage the anal glands and a tiny bit of the juice will come through and it will like sense the poo um, and all, like, so that, that's how they mark the poo and that's like they, their own uh, BO probably. Right. And that's why dog likes to sniff other dogs, but. Okay. So it's not uh, the shit that they're scent marking with. It's the anal glands. Yeah. So, so I knew the pooing was like, a form yeah. of scent marking, but I kind of just figured, well, you know, oh, so, it's what oh, you ate. Yeah. But, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. I there genuinely had no idea about that. There you go. Fantastic. So. It's basically like they're a little perfume in the butt. Yeah, <laughs> actually, that's actually really where I might but, start using their butt perfume, perfume in their butt. Yeah, oh, every time when they actually go to the toilet, they'll do a little squit squit, and that's it. Okay, so in the past, right, what I've been told is like when they're sniffing their butt, what they're smelling is the shit, and they can get so, like the health of their dog by what they've eaten and things like that. And I'm sure they could as yeah. well, but they're also getting a lot of it from anal glands. <laughs> oh god this is going to be uncomfortable the entire time i love it <laughs> um so does i take it so every single dog's health is can be told by mm, to a degree to a degree i suppose say in a normal dog 
Um, say you have a nice healthy dog that has normal poos, no issues, no underlying allergies or dietary issues whatsoever. Um, they don't actually need their glands emptied out. So you have people that come in that say, oh, my dog never, you know, ever drag its bum on the ground, you know, is there worms or things like that. Um, and then you have, you know, owners that come in and say, my dog always drags its bottom on the ground or scooting, they like to call it. Yeah. Um, and then when the vets check, you know, the dog's health, make sure their they're worming's up to date and then they'll usually put their little finger up the butthole um, <laughs> to check the anal glands and then they'll realize, oh, it's actually full and they'll empty it. And a lot of dogs find, you know, instant relief because it's, you know, it feels much better um, because if you feel like the glands are really blocked up, it's like, it's really full, it's about to explode. So they'll like try to put their bum on the ground and drag it to try and express it themselves. But obviously it never works. I was going to say, does that work? But no. <clears throat> no. Okay. okay. So that means when we see our dogs doing that, they're really uncomfortable. Yeah, of course. Just feels like there's something like really full. So if you see your dog drags its bottom on the ground, obviously first thing, just check its bottom because sometimes I have, I know my dog sometimes he likes to eat my hair and his hair stuck in his poo and suddenly you see my hair on his butthole, which is quite uncomfortable <laughs> now that I think about it. Wait. So don't pull it, just cut it, okay? Oh, really? Because oh. you can hurt a dog because your hair can act like a little, like, um, like a knife. Like yeah. Like a, yeah, like a paper correct. Cut. So you just cut it and then just wait for the next lot of poo to come through. <laughs> just wait for the next so bit. Yeah. not to, like, no, pull yeah, it. No, yeah, don't hey. pull it because it okay. will hurt the dog. Um, yeah. So try not to pull anything. I mean, I've never thought about that, and I've just literally just creased up at the thought of somebody pulling that. Like, that <laughs> a terrible feeling. <laughs> I wish we just got that hand. <laughs> Waving our bloody hands around like a T-Rex. <laughs> oh, I need to be quicker on this camera. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, how do they fill up? Why would they yeah. fill up if they're not? So how anal glands work is, think of it as like a gland itself, okay? So like any gland, sweat glands and all that stuff, they can get full. Yeah. So once they get full with their perfume, <laughs> with their scent perfume, um, they need to be emptied. So if a normal dog goes to a toilet and they do a normal poo, nice, big, you know, like nice solid poo, it'll massage the glands when it comes out of the butthole. Um, so say for example, um, my dog, um, he's got normal poo, no issue whatsoever. Then say he gets like, you know, some dietary, you know, indiscretion and he gets diarrhea for like, say a week. Okay. So then the glands can get full and then they don't get empty because diarrhea, technically it just shoots out. Yeah. It doesn't no. massage the anal glands. So many times now you've said massage I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. um, so pretty much uh, it just comes out of the butthole so the anal glands doesn't get emptied naturally so that's how they can get full so anal gland then you know it can become impacted that's where they'll feel very uncomfortable then it needs to be emptied if you don't empty them, they will then become infected. And that's how you can get anal gland abscess. So they feel up really, really big and quite like massive. And then it'll form an abscess and it'll actually burst through the skin. And that's super painful. Can you imagine that? That's not fun at all. Oh, no. Um, if the dog's shit is poo, is... <laughs> I can't help it. Um, is... Um, 
solid yeah all the time mm. why would the dogs still get anal gland very good question so you can have dogs that have um solid poo but if their poos are quite small then it still won't be able to sort of mess up, like empty the anal glands. Oh. So you also have other, say, for example, dogs that are completely fine, like what you said, you know, her poos are normal, their poos are big, like what you're talking about, my shih tzu, you know, it's massive poo. But then think of it where the duck is like a balloon. And then, I mean, the gland, sorry, the gland is like a balloon and then it's got a little duck that's like a little straw that, exits into the world right that yeah exits into the world um that duck can sometimes be uh faulty so you have dogs born with anatomical issues so the duck is faulty it can't actually get expressed um like on its own it has to be manually expressed then you also have dogs where they've had issues with their anal glands before where they've had abscess uh, before so they're scarring of the duck and things so the moment you have an anal gland abscess, the chances of the dog getting another anal gland issue or like impaction or another bouts of abscess is higher. So you have some severe cases where you have to actually remove the anal glands and that's actually should only be performed by specialists. Yeah, wow. Wow. Mm. I didn't know that. So <laughs> is, are they okay when when the anal glands have to be removed, if they have to be. Yeah, like, so as long as they're being performed by a specialist, just because there's a lot of nerves around the area. Yeah. Because if you think about, you know, the, the butt is very important, obviously, to you know, go to the toilet and things like that. <laughs> yeah. The last thing that you want is to get a surgeon that is not um, experienced. And what will happen is they can actually injure the nerves around the anus and then the dog will just be incontinent. When it comes to pooing. Yeah, wow. Oh so it'll leak poo. So you don't want that. Mr. Whippy back there. How many specialists are there in Sydney? Anal glands, specialist uh, surgeons. Well, they're just like soft tissue surgeons and okay, things like right. that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. They're not, they're they're not anal, anal glands specialists. Anal glands specialists. Very interesting. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, because it does make a big difference, I reckon. Like, mm. if you get the, because we're always trying to make our dogs comfortable. Mm. And, I know this Django does it, like my, my little dog. Oh. I know, he scoots. Have and you taken him to the vet? Yeah. <laughs> and what do they say? Anal glands. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's got a broken duct. Yeah. yeah. So maybe. So, for example, the most common thing that I tell the owners, or the first thing that I ask owners is, you know, what's the diet like? And if, and I'll get them to send me photos of their poo. I'll make sure that they put their finger next to it so that I can actually see how big the poo is, right? That and because you're just like tormenting people. Correct, maybe. <laughs> please and place your finger on the poo. The poo. <laughs> Some comparison reasons. Because I've had one where a staffy, um, everything's really good, you know, but he just keeps getting anal gland issues and the owner's sending me photos of the poo. I'm like, oh my God, it looks beautiful. And all of a sudden it clicks. I'm like hang on a minute, how big is this poo? And then when the owner put his finger, I'm like, oh my God, it's the size of a Shih Tzu's poo. Oh. It was tiny. <laughs> um, and also the dog was slightly overweight. So when the dog is over, when a dog is overweight, what will happen is the, the anal gland will be covered in a bit of fat. So it gets further oh. away. Yeah, then it's harder to empty it. Right. Oh wow! So how do fat dogs have little poos? No, yeah. Some... Well, don't 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 be mean on this little dog. No, no. I just don't. I genuinely don't <laughs> yeah. know the answer. How a dog that is fat and obviously getting overfed <laughs> has little poos? 
Yeah. Actually, that's but sometimes point. like it's also the fiber content. So every dog is different. So my dog has IBD. Um, he works well or he's responsive to a higher fiber content uh, in his diet. So usually we'll ask the owner, hey, what's the diet like? We usually, you know, it's very individual. Every dog is different. So you have to work with your vet and actually go, okay, what does my dog need? Um, so we'll, with this particular dog, it worked really well with pumpkin and a bit of psyllium husk. And then also we've changed him over to a specialized hydrolyzed diet and it's fine now. No anal line issues. Nice. Yeah. Get the diet wow. right and everything starts there. So you also have dogs where um, if they have underlying allergies, so if they have underlying allergies that can actually aggravate their anal glands, so putting them on, yeah. Isn't like there's an allergy that aggravates their anal glands? I know. That's so uncomfortable. I know. There's a lot of clenching going on Because <laughs> <laughs> my dog has that. Oh, Yeah, really? so for like, 10 years of his life, he's never had any anal gland issues. And then, of course, I decided to change his diet. Mm. Of course. Because there's a new food that was in the market. I want to try my dog on it. Um, and it didn't agree with him. And, yeah, it didn't go well. And once they've had issues, like, I mm. suppose, like, it's not, like, cut and, like, black and white like this. But if you if they go on for a while, you will get that scarring. Yeah, so first of all is, think of it, anal gland, they'll come in being impacted. So if they're impacted, they may not be infected. So when the vet actually squeeze um, the glands out, they'll be able to tell you if the anal glands is actually infected or not. So a normal color anal gland juice. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Secretion. <laughs> probably a better word for it, more smarter word for it, is like usually dark brown. So the smell is something that you can never forget. So a normal anal gland smell is like, the easiest way I can say it's like metallic fishy smell. Yeah. Yeah. We've, I've never smelt it. So oh, okay. I can yeah. bring some for you yeah, next time. I'd, I'd love <laughs> in, a, in, a little to, in a little jar. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just have a little whip. Crack, yeah. it, crack it open, <laughs> pop it under your nose. Yeah. You're away. Yeah. Yeah. I'll need um, to smell it one day. <laughs> so it should be quite easy to express. So I always recommend owners leave it to the vet because we actually, you know, wear gloves. We you know, put, <laughs> make sure that it's safe. And we actually put the finger in a dog's butt and squeeze it like internally. Some groomers, they let owners know, oh, yeah, we do empty it. Um, they usually do what we call the external squeeze. So they just pretty much, you know, squeeze on the outside of the butt. And I find that that's a lot safer because if you don't know how to squeeze it, you can actually hurt the dog. Yeah. And we've had an owner accidentally, like, hurt the dog so much that um, he just freaked out and he had to end up having his anal glands removed. But it was through like a, se a series of like unfortunate events too. Yeah. So how do you actually do it? squeeze them? Yeah. Okay. So where's the camera? That's the camera. <laughs> <there. laughs> so um, where should I turn? Oh, oh there. Okay. Don't look there. At the oh, don't look at the screen. <laughs> look at that. Yeah. So think of um, this is a dog dog's butt. This is the tail, and then this is the leg. So literally, you the glands sit at like four o'clock and eight o'clock of a dog's butt, right? So groomers, they do what we call external squeeze. So they just squeeze out here. Camera. Um, oh, <laughs> I'm just looking at my hand. Squeeze out here and 
it sort of like, you know, empties whatever that they can. Um, but usually when a vet does it, they usually put their finger in and then they actually sort of squeeze like that gently. So you get a good feel of how big the glands are, how painful it is when it's being emptied, because if the glands are aggravated, the dog will be quite uncomfortable and you can actually feel how thickened it is too and how big it is. Then when we actually gently squeeze it, if it becomes very hard to express, then we would, might suspect there's a problem with the duck. Yeah. Yeah. So infected anal glands, I've had ones that come in where it's like green discharge, green, yellow cottage cheese discharge. That's not good. No. So that's that. like painful, uncomfortable and things like that. So usually, you know, the vet might, you know, put your dog on like um, some medications for say anti-inflammatory because it's uncomfortable, change the diet, you know, depending on what's causing it. Um, I usually like to instill some antibiotics into the glands itself. Uh, I find that that works a lot better. It targets into it. Um, and then usually it'll be a couple of visits to make sure that, you know, we get the glands working as per normal. How good is that when you like... I love squeezing pimples and like <laughs> yes. I'm like a big pimple squeezer. Is it satisfying when you just like pop that out? Like Until something <laughs> bad happens yeah. to yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Please explain. But, but how many times have you wore that greeny yellow cottage cheese? Uh, <laughs> I think every vat has had maybe their own anal glands. Um <laughs> experience experience i wanted to call the shower but it's not really a shower. so one time in band camp um so i was this dog had issue with his anal glands and pretty much i was um trying to instill some antibiotics into its anal glands <laughs> Um, and pretty much it sort of backfired a little bit. And because sometimes what we do is we instill and then we want to fill it up completely with the antibiotics. Then usually we squeeze a little bit to make sure that it's all filled with antibiotics. It sounds yeah. like a recipe for disaster. <laughs> anyway, I think the dog jerked or moved or something. And then my finger slipped and just squeezed the glands and it sort of all backfired into my eyeball. And... <laughs> Pretty much I had anal gland juice and oil-based antibiotics in my eyeball and I can't remove the antibiotics from my eyeball because it's oil-based unless I pour alcohol in my eyeball. <laughs> so that was not going to happen. So my whole eyes was like completely red. It looks like a massive pink eye. Thank God I didn't get any conjunctivitis. Maybe the antibiotics helped too. <laughs> Um, but the antibiotics that were in their butt. Yeah, true, eye. true. <laughs> um... So that's a going like there's a saying in the in the vet world where every time when you do empty like an, empty anal glands, just close your mouth. Oh yeah. Mm. Well, you mm. do not. No. Why don't you wear a mask? Or? Yeah, you can, but usually vets are sort of like, oh, me. And also, <laughs> I've had I've had it sprayed on my face before. Oh, Jesus! And then Is it I've a nice had a cleanser. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and I've got a friend who had it one time in the consult room, squeezed it. She went, oh, no. <gasps> squared it into her mouth. She projectile vomit and the owner just burst out laughing. <laughs> Wouldn't you know? Yeah. The owner was like, I'm so sorry, but I can't stop laughing and <gasps> I would do the same. So, yeah. <laughs> what, so if the smell gets on your skin. Oh, if it gets on your top. Yeah. How do you get it out? It's, you have to wash it. 
just, like just multiple times or yeah me no one good wash will be fine yeah but you just re- yeah it's, it's oh. yeah no yeah nobody wants that nobody wants that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean nobody nobody wants to be expressed in the face no <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like no everyone's to be expressed I was like where are you going with this? <laughs> no. um. I've seen some terrible, like, things like that. Like, one of them, my friend was changing a nappy and just took it off. Um, oh, God. And the other one, though, we're in, it wasn't an anal gland thing, but it was, we're in puppy school. Oh. And this golden retriever oh, wouldn't, couldn't settle. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And turns out he just really needed a shit. Oh. Um, and he popped. So he literally was just like, I don't want to poo, I don't want to poo, because he was... Trying to be toilet, like yeah. learning them, yeah. And um, he just stopped and he went poof. And it it honestly hit the clock on the wall. Oh, God. And Christ. everybody sat below it. <laughs> it was so bad. Wow. <laughs> that was like, I'd only been Shame. training puppy school but for like oh, six months at this point. And I was like, I, I'm, I'm not experienced enough to know what to do about this. <laughs> So so everybody this side of the room was just laughing their ass off. And that side of the room was like, you need to go home. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, you say as well, like, it's, well, you've said it, make, and it makes sense, like, it's going to be painful back there. Mm. And, you know, like I said at the start, I don't know anything about anal glands. I know a lot more than I did 20 minutes ago. <laughs> but um, the, um, I always, I'm always trying to look at how it might affect behavior. Mm-hmm. And if the dog is in pain um, back there, oh, then it's going good. to be quite intolerant of others in its Correct. personal space back there. Correct. And if it's out in a social setting and it's in pain and other dogs are coming up to sniff it because that's normal, natural dog behavior, and then it's like guarded, they might turn around and like mm. get snap at other dogs. Good and point. It's setting the dog up to fail. Yeah, by definitely. Putting, by putting a dog that's in pain in a social environment. So... You know, you don't want your dog in pain physically, but you also need to be looking after it on that level as well. Just Definitely. making sure that, yeah, it's not it's not going to be set up to fail and get to learn negative associations and others learn negative associations about your dog. You don't want That's to be that grumpy point. neighbor. No. Well, I, I feel like people kind of normalize the scoot. They're like, oh, yeah, my dog's just scooting. Yeah, there's, well, there's well, it's YouTube got worms videos everywhere. Or like, oh, yeah, it's just scooting. Yeah. It's like, actually... There's probably a more serious issue why it's scooting. Correct. So take it to the vet. Well, yeah. Now that now that I know, it's painful. That that does change my perspective. I'm like, mm. oh, shit. And also, a lot of people tend to forget that you can have anal gland tumors too. Oh. Yeah. So don't take any sort of scooting or any sort of redness around the butt if they're just dragging or they're licking around their butt. Like, oh, it's normal. So yeah. definitely. Um, take it to the vet because it's more common than you think and dogs that are predisposed to any anal gland um, abscesses before are more prone to anal gland tumors too so you just have to be careful is that like um you said earlier about how the duct can be blocked yeah. yeah and blocked and scarred and mm. but um is there any sort of uh evidence around it being hereditary so they're bro- breeds that are prone to it I haven't seen any. I won't be able to give you like a yes or no answer, but I know that there has been some dogs that are born with like a dodgy duck 
like they've just yeah. like yeah. say the left one is just never emptied you know for a young age it's just always had issues so you know the right one is perfect so those ones we say okay we'll have to manage it you know sort of conservatively you have to come in every say two months or so and just get it emptied manually yeah. and then if it never gets any issue then perfect but we also have dogs that I can never empty them. It's just, it was a struggle and the dog's in so much pain. The owner's like really upset. Um, the dog's not himself all the time. And we just go, you know what? Just unfortunately we'll have to get it removed surgically yeah. and happiest dog after that. Yeah, quality yeah. of life goes yeah, through the roof. Exactly. <laughs> so, so they're okay if yeah. you get them removed. So if you get them removed, like done properly, yeah. um, yes, definitely. So... The surgery, the post-op care can be quite intense. So the first few days, um, the dog will not be able to poo properly. Um, so lots of nappies and things like that. Um, but then after that, it should be okay. Yeah. yeah. What is a normal poo? You said it before. Like what are we kind of looking for? Yeah. That's a really, really good question because we have owners that come in and, you know, when we ask them, hey, how's your dog's, you know, poo, they always say, hey, it's just normal. And then when I get them to send me a photo, it's actually not normal. Um, so a normal poo should be where when a dog goes to the toilet, it shouldn't um, sort of coil around and make a shape. It should just be a log. It shouldn't look like the emoji. No, it shouldn't look like they were correct. It shouldn't be ice cream. It shouldn't be mashed potato or yogurt consistency. Um, It shouldn't leave a mark on the floor. So literally, if I sort of roll it off a little bit, it shouldn't leave a mark. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, I can sort of play, not say play, I don't play golf, but (laughs) you get the idea. Like if I sort of roll it off the heel, it should not leave a mark. Okay. There's actually a website what? that shows uh, the Bristol stool scale for dogs. Uh, really? I was going to say like the yeah. colour too. Like what's a normal colour? Good. Um, it depends what they eat. Okay. Yeah. So colour, obviously, you know, not red or like yellow or anything yeah. green or anything like that. Um, Loads of turmeric in their diet. Yeah. <laughs> you can have like a bit of a range from like dark brown to like lighter brown. So it depends on what they eat. That's not, and they shouldn't have like mucus coating around it. So some owners say, oh, the poo is normal, but there's like a mucus coat around it. That's not normal. So um, that sometimes can be dietary issues or can also be parasitic. So, And I think, um, you know, we've talked about this in other contexts before, but like, we normalize what we see a lot of. So mm. when people go like, oh, yeah, it's just normal. It's like, mm. yeah, okay. But so is, so is your dog tail chasing normal to you. Yeah, Doesn't mean it's correct. good. Yeah, it's correct. Just so, yeah, like getting someone like you <laughs> to look at it and go, I know you see it a lot. Yeah. But that mucus around your shit. Yeah, is not ain't normal. normal. Correct. <laughs> no, that's it. And that's really good to know because then if people can actually start to go. I know my big takeaway is now that I know it's painful, but like. But I, you know, as you're talking, I'm also thinking like, okay, his his shits, I could definitely roll them. Won't, <laughs> won't be. <laughs> it should be firm too. So when you grab it out, so apparently, like this is what I do every day when I look at my dog's poo. When I grab it in a poo bag, not in my with my bare hands, I will squish it a little bit to yeah. see how hard it is. Okay. Yeah. So it shouldn't squish that normal. The outer should be quite firm. So it. So in my head, it's like, okay, it's nice and firm. It can actually massage the anal glands normally. Like a, like a bit of a stale brownie. 
Uh, <laughs> you can put food in this, button, please. Hot, hot, soft, a bit soft. Softer than that. Banana. Uh, yeah, bra- brownie Banana. cupcake. Banana. It depends, depends what kind of cupcake. <laughs> it depends on the chef. Paleo cupcakes, <laughs> yeah. where it's actually a bit harder. Actually, brownies. Brownies actually. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. They're kind of crispy on the outside. Yeah, yeah, it's just a bit firm on the outside. And then bit... I've been so late with the yeah. camera so many times today. But just remember when you grab the poo, squish it straight away because once you bag it and then tie it, the steam will soften the poo. Yeah, right. Uh, it'll, then you might hold it in your hand just before maybe you put it in the bin. It might already be sitting in the bag with the steam. Then, then say like for fresh like brownie 10, way 10, too soft. Yeah, then for 10 minutes you're like, oh no, it's too soft. But it's actually because of the steam. So once you pick it up, squeeze it, it, then back. Don't let it cook first. Yeah, because <laughs> I've had that. And I was like, oh my God, my dog's poo is like a bit softer. Oh my God, what's going on? But I remember when I picked it out, it looks really good. And then I'm like, oh my God, the whole bag is like steaming. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I love poo politics. <laughs> <laughs> so what were you saying before about there's like a graph or something? A yeah, so online, yeah. Um, there's actually a really good photo of what your dog's poo should look like. I can show it to you guys. Yeah, yeah. we'll have to add a link yeah. up underneath yeah. this. Put yeah, a little thing on social media as well. Oh, good. Yeah, cool. Lots of poo logs. <laughs> oh, logs. What you guys should do is upload a photo of your dog's poo and then I'll comment to say normal, not normal. Yes. How about I that? I love this. And then maybe who has the most beautiful dog poo might win a prize from my vet. Oh, yes. Send your poo in. And then <laughs> photos. You, you can also. <laughs> <Just the photos. laughs> not your poo, your dog's yeah, poo. Yeah, your dog's poo. And then you can also maybe to see, we will have like maybe two prizes <laughs> one for like the most normal dog poo or the prettiest one. And then the other one is the funniest one. So for you to like jazz it up and make it funny. How about that? <laughs> Googly eyes. Yeah, <laughs> that will be hilarious. Oh, also, remember to put your finger next to the poo oh, so yes. we can see. What oh, the yeah. sizing is. <laughs> with your name written on it. With your dog's name written on it. So we don't get Roger. Confused. So that we know. Yeah, Roger. <laughs> and one last thing. I need to bring yeah. this up. Now, we're really good friends, mutual friends with uh, Audrey. Yes. From <laughs> Mobile Vet. And Iona, who works yeah. with her, has told us to bring up Tiny Fingers. I have very tiny fingers. <laughs> Size glove six, which is very, very small. Because if you think of it, look at this finger going up your dog's butt and this finger. Look at this. You, this do, is, not want you that. do not want that. So when you have when you take your dog to the vet, request for a female vet if possible. Yeah. Or just go to you. Or just come to me. Yeah. We have tiny, tiny fingers. <laughs> We're well known for Tiny Fingers (laughs) (laughs) Establishment Tiny Fingers Establishment Vet One and only vet My vet, Tiny Fingers (laughs) Tiny Fingers Specialist, that's right (laughs) Brilliant I'm so glad I brought that up (laughs) (laughs) It's so good Well, gosh, I've learned so much today about anal glands That's good Which is great I genuinely did I haven't stopped laughing and clenching but. So you're my anal gland ambassadors now. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> AGA. <laughs> the official AGA. Well, AGA. we get asked this all the time there you go. Yeah. about anal glands. You can do a massive spiel now. Yeah. I can do them on the little diagram. Yeah. And like With your fingers. Yeah. 
finished. <laughs> Which, again, this camera has been pointing the wrong way. Way too much. We should have just had the whole episode pointing at you. Just, <laughs> just I was too. making pretty funny hand gestures. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Right. Thank you so much for coming Thank you. in. That was great. Thank you. Yeah, it was um, a really good little educational one. So Perfect. thank you very much. Anytime. Um, send your photos of your dog shit in, apparently. Yeah, that'd be good. Don't think I've ever asked anybody to ever do that before. Put it in the link in the comments below. <laughs> dog poo. Let's see if we can start a poo bomb photo thing. Poo bomb. Poo bomb. <laughs> <laughs> we need like a hashtag. Up. Yeah. Hashtag. Poo politics. Poo politics. No. Um, hashtag anal gland ambassadors AGA AGA hashtag AGA poo <laughs> brilliant hashtag AGA poo or anal gland supporter hashtag anal, anal gland, gland supporter. supporter okay that's us there you go we're on it add your poo <laughs> hashtag your dog's poo your dog's poo no your poo please don't need that <laughs> right I'm ending it that's great <laughs> Thank you, guys. And remember, a healthy dog's a happy dog. Woo. And that was the pod.